Today, we bring you the ultimate World Cup preview guide. We're talking group predictions. We're talking team analysis. We're talking stats. And we will give you our predictions for the winners, the runners-up, the golden boot, and much, much more. Roll that intro. So, hello and welcome to the Lost in Possession podcast. Before we start with the Ultimate World Cup Guide, make sure you hit that subscribe button. As ever, free to subscribe, weekly football content throughout the World Cup. We don't take weeks off here. Um, so hit that button and make sure you're liking every video. Without further ado, we'll get straight into it. So, Jamie, if you can please bring up the World Cup groups. We're going to talk you guys through... Obviously, who we think is going to get through each group, why we think teams are going to make it through. We're going to give you some stats, some some players to watch out for as well. Um, and we'll go through much, much more in this episode today. Cool. So without further ado, we will begin, of course, with Group A. Jamie, over to you first. Talk us through Group A. Give us your predictions and, and where you think things are going to play out. So, obviously, this is the hosts, Qatar, whether it's controversial or not. I think it's more towards it is. Qatar are in it, and this will be their very first World Cup, I believe. Um, for the other three teams, this is the group they wanted to be in. You always want to be in with the hosts, because not most of the time, they're not as good as the top seeds. So Ecuador, Senegal and Netherlands were probably very happy with the draw considering some of the top-seeded teams they could have got. Um, I think if you look towards these three teams, obviously none of them are probably the standouts for winning the tournament. However, they've all got sort of, I think, a small chance. And that's kind of, they're the probably, if you go off the dark horses for a group, this would be the group. Um, Senegal, obviously, they are the current African Cup of Nations champions with quite a star-studded team with likes of Mane, who is fit for the tournament, which whether he's actually there for the start game, but he's with the squad. And then you've got like the likes of Mendy, although his kicking ability has been in question and Jordan will know all about it. <laughs> but then you can look at towards Netherlands as well. Can Van Dijk sort of try and cement his place as the world's best ever centre-backs by winning the World Cup? Then you've got, possibly even alongside him, you've got Nathan Ake, who's been probably Man City's most consistent centre-back. So, And then they've got the likes of sort of the pie up top. Ecuador, I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about them, but I don't think any game that Ecuador's in is going to be, you know exciting their last three games have been nil nil so it's not really someone not not a team that's probably gonna cause any outrageous stuff um what about you two for this group what are you thinking reese we'll come straight to you um yeah i think i think when this draw was made netherlands were probably absolutely buzzing about that i, I don't see them not getting through unless it's a disaster of epic proportions. You know, the Netherlands haven't lost since the uh, since Czech Republic beat them in the Euros 2-0. 
They've been in good form since then, and their team their team does look much better. Um, I think the second place, you know, is unfortunately I don't think Qatar will go through despite their home advantage. But Senegal, Ecuador, I think they've said Mane might miss the first opening couple of games, which means it could be too too little, too late for Senegal then. Um, so Ecuador, even though you're right, Jamie, they don't seem to score many. They don't seem to concede many either. So they might even nick it on draws alone. We don't know, but but yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I think I think the Netherlands should should progress that pretty comfortably. Yeah, I mean Qatar. Look, yes, they're the host. Yes, there's a bit of controversy, but it's worth noting they have recently ish won the AFC Cup. So the AFC Cup is, is Asia's version of the Copper America. Against the odds, they did win that, beating Japan, the favourites, I believe, in the final. So they've got a history of winning trophies. Could they pull off a miracle? They're used to the heat. They've got the, the home nation behind them. Um, keep keep your eye on Qatar. They could surprise a few. Um, Ecuador, I, I agree. Peak Ecuador... I think it's gone. They're a lot better at previous World Cups years years gone by. Um, I the Netherlands. I mean, I think they could surprise a few. Um, again, Jamie, you touched on it. You know, Van Dijk, Ake at the back. They've got a good few players in midfield who are improving every year. And Memphis Depay, just to give you a couple of stats. So Memphis Depay was involved in more goals than anyone else in the European side of qualification. So we got 12 goals, six assists and 30 shots on target, which was the highest rec- recorded in all of the European side of qualifications. Now, you know, if you if you believe in the stats as much as I do, there, there are some statistics that you can't sort of, un, you know, overlook. So if the pie can hit form and, and, and Van Dijk and Ake can be solid defensively, I think there's, a, there's an easy case to say they, they win this group and maybe, maybe go a bit further. Um, for Senegal, so uh, this is the first little, little stat, fun fact. This is the first time they're making successive appearances at a World Cup. We touched on the issues. You know, yes, Mane might be out a game or two. You know, they've got the likes uh, of, of Mendy, Koulibaly, Idrissa Garnagay. There, there, There is players in there. There is quality in there. So for my prediction for Group A, the Netherlands will win the group. Senegal will be runners-up. What about you guys, quick? Yeah, exact same. Um, yeah, exact same. And to be honest, I hope Netherlands top the group. They are my sweepstake team at work. So. Oh, same. We literally did it today, oh. and I, I've got I've got Netherlands and Costa Rica. Okay. Um, I've got, <laughs> yeah, Netherlands, and I think someone like oh no, Ghana. I got as well. Right. Yeah. So me and Jamie are fully behind the Netherlands. Long live Virgil Van Dijk. Oh God, I couldn't. I couldn't stand it. Won <laughs> it. I'll be totally honest. I couldn't take it. Liverpool fans will be ah, uh, just another level. <laughs> um, Reese, what about yourself? Uh, Netherlands top it for me, and I think it will depend how Senegal when they play Ecuador. However, that result goes, but Senegal should get through. Really cool. Well, let's move on to Group B, the one that everyone in England has their eyes on. Is football coming home? I'll get the saying out early. Um, England, Iran, United States and Wales. No, it is not a peace treaty. It is a World Cup group. Jamie, kick things off. So England, obviously, this would be quite a nice group. 
Um, I don't think these three teams are there for a battering, to be fair to them. But it's when England want to win this tournament, that's that's a nice group for them. They should be trying to win all three games comfortably and possibly even resting players due to the fact it's going to be so hot out there and games come thick and fast, um, as we know. Um, the Iran are sort of stronger than probably what most people think. You know, they've beaten Uruguay fairly recently and drew to Senegal. So I don't think they're there for, like I say, a battering. It probably won't be a 5-0 game. I actually think it might be quite close with England, whereas I think England will sort of struggle to break them down. Um, that's kind of where I'd see it. Uh, United States, it will be great for them if they do progress because the next World Cup is in the USA. And I think they need to, I think they if they get more involved in football, it'll make it a much more global, a global sort of occasion with bigger reach to a lot of the world. Um, they've got obviously a few players from uh, Leeds, such as um, Aronson, um, who's been performing quite well. So it's good and it's quite interesting to see this group of, I think, who comes second. Because you've also got Wales and it's going to be Bale's last tournament, unless he's playing golf for f- four more years, then coming back. Um, but Wales seem to get results. They're not a team that are beating teams like four or five nil, they're getting two one wins quite a lot. And they seem to have quite a good togetherness. And that's great for a tournament like this. Um if I'm picking my first and second, I'm going with England first and I'm gonna go with Wales second. But it all comes down to that first game, Wales versus United States. What about you, Reese? Yeah, I mean this is a group where all four teams are ranked in the top twenty of the FIFA rankings currently. Um, I think the good thing for England is that there doesn't seem to be any pressure on them this time. Everyone seems to have accepted defeat already, which was the same case in the 2018 World Cup. So pressure's off, meaning I think they should top this group and they should probably do it pretty pretty comfortably, if not maximum points, at least seven, I think. Um yeah, I think I think the US have grown quite rapidly. They've got good players, like you've mentioned, you know, Pulisic, Josh Sargent has actually been doing very well for them. And they've got Musa from Valencia, I think's a good player. I think they're my Dark Horse pick, not to win it, but I think they're gonna throw up a few surprises. And then I think Wales will probably follow them there in third. And I think unfortunately Iran will finish bottom. But Iran are no pushovers. It's a matter of who maybe between them three of who draws the least maybe concedes the least potentially yeah from my side I mean Iran is their sixth attempt to get out the groups um, they've failed in, in the five previous attempts and, and sadly I think it's going to be a sixth time sixth time unlucky for them um, they weren't too bad in, in qualifying you know they've, they've posted a lot of goals 1.5 a game um, they were quite defensively solid as well so I, I do see Iran as as you know they'll sit deep. They'll they'll try and upset teams and, and frustrate teams. Um, in terms of, I, I think for me, yes, there's been question marks over England and Southgate and all the rest. But but Reese, I totally agree with your point. The the expectation, you know, the Euros was, was we have to win it. We were so close. Um, 
the the I guess the vibe around the England squad has, has definitely diminished from the Euros. There was a feel good vibe. People were still back in Southgate. Somehow after you know we 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 talk about Nations League not being as relevant, right? And and yet a terrible you know relegation in the Nations League is now. I feel like it's turned half the country against Southgate. Now, I, I want to cover this issue because a lot of people have been critical of Southgate. I understand some of his defence, you know, his tactics have been quite defensive. But fundamentally, he, he's done better than any manager for what, you know, 50 years of hurt plus, however long it is now. Um, fundamentally, he's got us to a World Cup semi-final. We've improved. We've, we've, we've almost won the Euros on pens. So I'm not going to write off England like the rest of everyone seems to be doing. And we've still got the quality to, to deliver and definitely win this group. Um, in terms of the USA versus Wales debate, for me, I, I'm, I'm siding with the US. So I'm going to go England England winners. I think the United States will just edge out Wales. They've got a few more young, exciting players. They have, of course, got the, the, the LeBron James of soccer, Pulisic himself. Um, and, and Wales... Although they've they've proven they can, you know, upset a few people at, at tournaments, you know, their best player is is Bale, who, you know, let's be fair, is past his peak. And um, so for me, England winners, um, maybe football's coming home after all, um, and United States runners up. Cool. So let's move on. We'll do Group C and Group D fairly quickly together. So Reese, over to you first for Group C and D. Yep, so we've got uh, third in the rankings, Argentina. They haven't lost in, I think it's 35 games, international games, including friendlies. Last loss was 2019, which was to Brazil. I think they're looking very, very good, very superb. They remind me of how Italy went into the Euros, not losing any games. They should top this group and they should top it with maximum points. I mean, they are far superior to all those other three teams, no disrespect. And I think second place, I think because Poland probably have just one main player in Lewandowski who they're going to rely on, I think Mexico will take second place. They've been very up and down for me recently, but I think they've got the quality to get the results. Yeah, I think we've got to talk about Argentina, Messi. Can he finally do it, win that final trophy? He's now got the Copa America. Can they go and win the World Cup? They've had the heartache of losing a final. Um, Messi's been in probably better form now at PSG in his second season. So it all looks like stars may be aligning for this. Um, a supercomputer did have Argentina get into the final with, with, with Portugal, funny enough, which I think would break the internet with that debate. Of Ronaldo and Messi, um, but you've—it's in this group. You just can't look past Argentina. Once, like Reese said, that form is incredible. Winning—I think they've won technically two trophies in that time. Um, so winning seems to be contagious, and it could keep on going. Um, I agree with Reese. I've got Mexico coming second. Mexico do have the World Cup curse of being knocked out at the round of 16 and they've done it for I think the past six times which is actually mad that every single time they're in the round of 16 that's when they get knocked out 
And to be honest, I see it happening again. <laughs> really, I think it's going to be them. Although they are actually at the moment a very low scoring team. If you ignore the game against Iraq where they won about 4-0, they've only scored five in the last seven. So it could be another... They could have problems scoring, whereas Poland do have Lewandowski and he knows where the back of the net is. So he could cause, to me, a bit of an upset in getting them through just due to lack of goals. Um, yeah, so that's where I've gone with that, Group C. So I, I slightly disagree, actually. So I, I think, yeah, first and foremost, you both touched on it. Argentina have that momentum, the form, the vibes with Messi this, Messi that. Um, and it does scream of that Italy form, as you said, Reese, coming into the Euros. Exactly the same. A lot of clean sheets, a lot of wins, unbeaten. And it does just help breed confidence throughout the squad. Um, so there'll be real belief. And I think the bookies have them second favourites, Argentina. So, you know, they're, they're, there's clearly a lot of people backing that belief as well. Um, Saudi Arabia, I, I think the only sort of the plus for them is obviously their, the weather conditions. Very, very similar. So they'll be used to that you know, 40 degree heat. I think that's the only potential factor that that probably works in their favour. I think if they were to somehow get out of the group, it, it would be a miracle. Um, where I slightly disagree, I personally think Poland will finish as runners up um, behind Argentina. I, again, yes, it is the Lewandowski factor. Um, in terms of stats, um, he was in, directly involved um, in 13 goals in World Cup qualification. Obviously, that's not remotely close to any other Polish players in the team. So they will be very much reliant on him. For me, he's got that quality, that 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 star quality that I'm not quite convinced Mexico have. So I think Lewandowski will be the difference maker as always. And he'll just edge in in that second place spot behind Argentina. Um, in terms of Group D, Jamie, over to you. Yep, so you've got France there. Um, this could be a tricky one for them because even if you look at the group, it's quite nice. France were very underwhelming in the Euros, just out of complete performances. And I think really the four, like if they had it last season, I, I would have backed a lot of money on them to win it just in the form of what Benzema was in. Um You've got, obviously, the surrounding players of Mbappe and, st and you know, furthermore, star-studded players. They've got one of the best depths in the competition. However, I always feel like the French could just blow up and it in inside themselves. That's the only worry I'd have for them. Um, they're a phenomenal team, obviously, but that's the only concern I have for them. And they've got three teams who are... Not going to lie down, really, I think. Australia, getting through here quite, once again, in the sort of knockout of their qualifying. But they're someone who I do feel like they can come together and frustrate teams quite a lot. So that's where I'd kind of see them. Denmark, I think, have been very good, especially since the Euros. Um, they've beaten... They've beaten... Um, sort of... the Sorry, not beaten... Um, They've been like in and around teams and in the Euros were doing very well. Um, obviously, they had quite a traumatic Euros as well, but they did not let themselves down in any stretch of the imagination. And I think they could be one that could even top this group and 
maybe cause a nightmare in the other side of the draw. And then lastly, Tunisia, um, they were in England's group last World Cup and we only beat them in the 91st minute. Um, great for us in the pub, <laughs> but sort of it shows that they will, they won't roll over and they'll just frustrate teams, I think, in this group. And I think getting a few draws could be what sways them. Um I have gone slightly boring and I know I've sort of said there's sort of question marks possibly over France in how well they do. I do have France first, Denmark second, but I do feel like there could be an upset in this group, but I'm just not bold enough to pick it. Reese, are you bold enough to pick it? No, I mean, France and Denmark <laughs> should go through in that order, but if there's one nation that can self-destruct, it's France. Um, a lot of, I think, of individuals in that team. And I think when one goes or one upsets one, I, I think it has this negative, you know, real domino effect there. Denmark should have the quality to finish second. But I think the issue for both of these two is that Australia and Tunisia, you're right, they're not going to roll over. They, these two teams will give 100% heart, you know, and I think they might even struggle to overcome these. You know, it might be a 1-0 win, that sort of thing. So, yeah, but France and Denmark should go through first and second so from my side i well i i agree on the top two I, i'll let you know which order in a minute but a little little fun fun stat for you so of this group some would argue it's a group of losers so the three highest teams in terms of a loss percentage of the world cup games tunisia and australia feature in the top three so um australia have a 63 percent loss rate at world cups Tunisia have 60%, and that, that's two of the highest three in history. So, sadly, I don't see Tunisia and, and Australia improving those records. I think they, they will be buried to the bottom of the group. Um, I guess, look, we, we've 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 debated on this. I, I'll be the bold one. I'm going to say Denmark nick it above France. Um, again, you know, they France are the holders. To some degree, that you could argue that brings pressure. Their form, again, similar to England in the Nations League, was extremely underwhelming. No Kante, no Pogba. And Cuckoo, who's been a star for Leipzig, has gone down injured and he'll now miss the World Cup for France. So I do think that the, the recipe, there might be a recipe for an upset. So I'm going to go bold and say Denmark. Again, Denmark as well, improving each time they're at a, a knockout competition. I'm going to go Denmark to nick it, France's runners-up. That's the bold prediction of the day. <laughs> right, let's move on to the second half. We'll, we'll try and go through these a bit, little bit quicker. Um, group E, we'll come to you, Reese. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, actually, um, I think I think I do like the Japanese team. I think they're very good. But I think Spain and Germany should look at this and realise that they've got to go through as the top two. Who goes through top out of them two, I think, remains to be seen. Spain seem to have an ability to get through, despite not really having probably a world-class striker. Um, they seem to be able to pull through, but the Germans, you know, they haven't lost in quite a long time. I think 15 games altogether. Uh, they've got a striker up front who has been made a bit of a late uh, national call-up and has actually been banging the goals in lately. So... I could probably see Germany top in this, I think. But from what I've seen on them under under Hansi Flick is they are 
very capable of losing to a nation that they should beat. And it wouldn't shock me if they lost to Japan or, or, or slipped up against Costa Rica. But I think Germany will finish top. Spain will finish second. Yeah, I think this is actually probably the most exciting group. Obviously, you've got Germany, Spain there. So you have sort of two big-ish nations going against each other straight away. But Japan and Costa Rica are... They are teams that can cause upsets. I, I agree with really sort of the Japan team, I think, will cause more problems than, say, Costa Rica will. Um, I'd, I'd actually love for Japan to get through just for an upset. But it's hard, it's hard to look. Actually, I am going to go with an upset. I'm going to go with Germany top in the group, and I'm going to go with Japan coming second. Spain going out through lack of goals. Is where I see their problem. Damn, that's a big one. That's a big one. That might be more bold than than, than Denmark. <laughs> um, from my side, I mean, Spain, Spain and Germany for me is the coin flip. I, I do think they'll come top. In terms of Germany, uh, in qualification, they had I, I think they were the second highest for, for chances created in, in shots. So they like to dominate teams. They like to overwhelm teams. For me, I'm going to go Germany to to come to win the group just above Spain. Now, Spain, in in line with, I guess the name of our podcast, they they love to get lost in possession. Seventy six percent average possession rate in the qualification. They love to control the ball, but fundamentally, uh, in my opinion, a, a team with Morata up front um, is not a team who, who's going to win a group. So, <laughs> sorry, Morata. Um, Germany to win the group, Spain to come runners up. But I do agree. I I I do like Japan. I just think if Japan were in any other group, they'd have a chance of qualification. I just don't think they're going to be better than Spain or Germany. So unlucky Japan on the group. <laughs> Maybe we'll see you in four years. Um, group F, Jamie. So Belgium, um, I think the main man is obviously... City's main man, Kevin De Bruyne, and this will be his third World Cup. Um, I just think they're too good for this group. I think they will. I think they should go and win all three games. And then it's all about keeping their players fit. You've got Hazard, who gets injuries. De Bruyne gets injuries. And without them too, I think they'd struggle. But with them too, I think they can challenge even going for it all. Um, Croatia have been in, in fantastic form. They've beaten France in the uh, Nations League, um, Denmark as well. So that in that Group D, they're probably looking at it thinking we can beat both of them. Um, Canada as well have improved massively, um, and they're ones I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing how they play. Um, I do have a Belgium winning the group. And I think Croatia's age is finally going to catch up on them, though. And I'm going to go with Canada coming second. So There's probably two in a row where it's not probably the bookies' odds of coming through. Reese, do you agree? Yeah, I do, actually. I'm, I'm with Jamie on this. Even though Belgium are the highest-ranked European team, um, I think they'll top it. I, I don't see them, you know, winning the World Cup, but... But yeah, I think I think they'll top it. I think I think they'll have too much for the other three teams. But Canada are a very very good side under um, John Herdman, who is of course an Englishman. I think Jonathan David 
is an outstanding player. He plays in Europe, so he's got that pedigree there with him. If Canada are going to score goals, it's going to be him. He could get himself quite a few goals in, in this group and, you know, it might serve him well in terms of golden boot. But I think Canada will come second. So I slightly disagree. So I do, I do for me, I, I would be genuinely shocked if Belgium don't win this group. Um, a little fun fact for you, I'm, I'm bringing them tonight. Belgium um, have qualified for the most World Cups, 14, um, without ever winning the competition. So no European team has ever attended it that much without winning it. Some might say they're the, the European version of Spurs. Had to get that dig in, but there you go. Um, I do, I mean, this is, a, I think this is really, this is going to be quite a tight group for second. I think Canada have come a long way. Morocco have got a bit of flair up front. And Croatia have got that sort of European, I guess, knockout tournament pedigree. Yeah, I, I think this one's going to be very tight between the next three teams. Um, I am going to disagree with you guys. I'm going to say Croatia just get Nick into second because of that experience, because of that pedigree. Um, yeah, so Belgium first, Croatia second. And that brings us on to Group G with Brazil, the bookies' favourites as it stands. Jamie, do you agree? With the bookies, uh, I guess. Yeah, I think if you look, if you're going on who's the favourites, Brazil are, I think they are the favourites. Um, they're a very strong team. You just look at their sort of striking force. They can leave the likes of Firmino at home and still be very comfortable at top. Um, defensively, they've got the experience of, say, a Thiago Silva. Um, so yeah, I think Brazil will be happy with this group as well and will comfortably win it. Um, I do feel like a Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon are all gonna, it's gonna be like, I do think this will be the hardest group to actually predict in second place. Um, I've gone for Switzerland, I just think they'll do it. They seem to sort of turn up at tournaments where they're maybe not the best team. But yeah, so I've gone with Switzerland in second place. Reese, do you agree? Um, I actually think that Group G will finish as it currently looks there on the screen. Um, I think Brazil, you're right, they're the bookies' favourite for a reason. The strength and depth in that team, you know, just look at their goalkeepers, both number ones at the two best clubs currently in England. Well, certainly in England. Um, you know, and, and you choose between the two there. Serbia, I, I really like their team. They've gone from having very good defenders to now having very good attackers. You've got Mitrovic, Valovic, you've got Tadic in midfield as well. I think, you know, they've got a lot, a lot of players and they've got Sukic as well. Um, if you're not aware of him, who plays at um, RB Salzburg, he's a very good young player. I think they will do it. I think this game against Switzerland is going to be feisty because, of course, we know that there's a bit of history there with some of the... Albanian uh, sort of players or Albanian heritage players at Switzerland. I know that causes a bit of issues like it did at the last World Cup. Um, and I think Cameroon will unfortunately finish bottom and, and that's no disrespect to them. I just think the other two teams just have a bit more quality to to pull over that line. Yeah, I'm really torn on this one. Obviously, for me, I, I totally agree with the book is Brazil should be favourites. As Jamie said, the quality of their squad. Um, for me, they've got an almost perfect blend of youth and, and flair 
with a bit of that that you know old school defensive I guess experience solidarity with with you know good keep good goalkeepers Thiago Silva at the back um you, you know Firmino maybe chucked in there and then up top you've got you know you've got Neymar you've got Vinicius Junior you've got uh Gabriel Jesus you've got Martinelli there's, there's so much there's so and, and there's so much talent so much flair up there I think they're going to cause every team you know a lot of problems um the second play, I, I am genuinely torn. So for me, it, it's a coin flip for second between Serbia and Switzerland. Serbia, that is a, a phenomenal two up front. Like that, that is a really strong pair. And if they hit some form, you know they could cause any any team problems. We've got to remember. I think Serbia beat beat Portugal to qualify um, in in the first place. Um, I'm going to go Switzerland. I think Switzerland is just going to edge it out. We've got to remember, Switzerland beat that. Sorry, Switzerland beat out Italy. They won that group to to qualify for the World Cup, and Italy, as we know, are on in it. I don't think that can be overlooked too much. Cameroon, no disrespect, I just don't think they're on the level of, of Serbia and Switzerland. So I'll go Brazil to top it, Switzerland to make it through in second. So we move on to Group H. Last but not least. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea. Reese, we'll come to you first. How do you see the final group playing out? Yeah, I've got some bad news for your sweepstake team, Ghana. Ghana are the lowest ranked team <laughs> in this World Cup. I believe they are 50th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so they've got a big mountain to climb. Um, for me, I think Portugal should top it. They're not massively goal scorers, but they seem to grind out results. And then my second place is, well, every World Cup, a, a good nation seems to decide that they don't want to take part and, and just go back to the hotel early. So I think South Korea are going to finish second over Uruguay. I think Uruguay have got a lot of ageing players. I think South Korea have got some quite exciting players. I, I know Son, there was a bit of worry about him, but I think, I think they could do it. And I, I think Japan could do it as well, actually. But... I think South Korea might have enough to get through and I think they'll see this as a real opportunity. So Portugal, South Korea for me. Got to slightly disagree because Son isn't fully fit. That's the worry for South Korea. He's not playing in their um, friendly before the tournament. So he's clearly not right. And to be honest, he's been in crap form anyway. I know it's obviously a different team. He'll be in a different position, different responsibilities, but... He hasn't been very good. So this is where I feel like his form just hasn't come at the right time with the injury as well. Um, I agree. Obviously, once again, Ronaldo's probably last tournament and if the supercomputer's right, they'll be in the final. So they'll probably have to top the group. Um, I mean, for Ronaldo, it will depend, of course, if the jacuzzi is up to scratch and you know, the gym is of a higher standard and all the technology is there. Let's hope that is the case. It is, and he's already like they've already started the rumors of he's falling out with Cancelo after sort of video of it in training, which to me, to me, even looked like nothing, despite the fact I'd like to you know slag him off. Um, I think Portugal will top this group. They're comfortably the better team. If you look at all the whole way around their team, you know you have got Fernandez, Bernardo Silva, Ruben Diaz, Cancelo. Uh, Mendes, it's just you can keep going, and I think they're going to be too good for majority of teams. To be fair, 
and this group will be all three of them. I'm going to go with Uruguay second. Sort of, I understand where you're coming from with a team that won't turn up, but I just don't see Ghana or South Korea being good enough. South Korea with a fully fit and fully playing well, Son definitely could, but I don't see it happening. So, yeah, I'm going with them. I agree with a lot of those points. Um, Portugal, obviously, we discussed earlier in the week on our, our other podcast about Ronaldo and all the drama there. He's going to turn up with a point to prove, I think. He, he'll be bang on form. The fact it could be his last World Cup probably, you know, adds to that mix. Um, but to, to your point, Jamie, I mean, the, the squad depth for, for Portugal is is really good. Genuinely, you look at their team. Uh, I think the one the one you didn't mention was Liao as well, who's who's been you know sensational for AC Milan. So you know you look at their squad, and, and I think they could threaten all the all the big teams in, in this tournament. So for me, firm firm group favourites to to win it will be Portugal. Um, I I Son's going to have to do a lot, in my opinion, for for South Korea to make it out of this group. Um, Ghana have not been particularly overwhelming for me. So I, I do sadly think they'll, they'll finish bottom and struggle. For me, you look at Uruguay, um, you know, they've got a new manager in the dugout at, at a World Cup, first time in 16 years, Diego Carlo, uh, Diego Alonso, shot, sorry. Um, and you, you look at some of their players, I mean, they, they could have a front three of Suarez, Cavani and Darwin Nunes. Now, that that's a front three who, who will intimidate, who will rattle um, other teams. So for me, Uruguay are a banker to, to qualify. Um, I do think they will come in second place, but I think they're going to cause some real issues. And even, you know, old school at the back, they've got uh, Oliviera, they've got Godin. How, how he's still going, I don't know. But they've got a nice blend of, of defensive solidarity, flair and, and a, bit of, a bit of hustle and attack. So for me... Portugal group winners, Uruguay confidently runners-up. So, there you have it. That is the tournament structure. That is the overview. Now, we will move on to the all-important trophy awards, if you like. So, we'll start things off with our predictions for Golden Boots. Reese, who are you backing and why? Um, I had three players down, and I've narrowed it down to one. Um, I think... I think Kane has a chance. I really do. I think the German player I touched upon earlier, Fulkrug, I think, you know, he's he's been in great form. He could surprise a few people. But I think if he turn if this one turns up, he should do it, especially with the group he is in, and that's Kylian Mbappe. He should score in each game in that group, I think. And, you know, you could score enough goals in the group stage to actually get you the golden boot. I, I think he will do it, but it depends if he him and France turn up. Jamie? Very interesting. Um, I do agree Kane could be there. I think he won it last time. Yeah. Um, but we did have Panama in the group. That did very much help. Um, the other one that sort of I'm thinking of who's not probably one of the favourites is Lukaku. Jordan will not like hearing that. But when you've got Kevin De Bruyne who is feeding you, I do feel like you always have a chance. Um, however, I've gone with the favourites in Brazil and I've gone Neymar. 
I think he just is the main man for Brazil and he, he will, everything will come through him. And I think he will turn up with the most goals. I think I believe he is on penalties as well. And I think that will help. Jordan? So we've all gone different. I'm going to stay loyal to the, to the team I'm wearing, the team I'm supporting. I'm going to go with Harry Kane. Um, now, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm saying England are going to win it. Um, obviously, he's already won it in, in 2018. Um, and he, you know, he's he shots, shots on target per game are pretty high com compared to a lot of the other players who would be backing for this. Um Although I did say, I guess, you know, Iran and Wales might be quite defensively solid in the groups. Again, he takes penalties. England will get a lot of penalties, in my opinion. Um, our group, although it's not the easiest group that we've listed, I do think there's enough games in there that, against those teams. I'm still confident Kane is capable of getting goals in, in the group stages. And more importantly, we've seen it in previous tournaments. Even if he starts slow, he will deliver goals. You know, the balls we're going to cross, if we play five at the back with win backs, there'll be a lot going into the box. He can head, he can shoot, he takes pens. So I'm going to stay loyal to England and say Harry Kane for the golden boot. So first, well, we, we, we've picked our golden boot. We'll move on to the player of the tournament. Do any of ours overlap? I.e., have any of you gone for the player of the tournament that one of us has picked for golden boot? Or are they all different? I've gone, I've gone different. I mean... It was actually a tough one. I I actually went for Messi, which I know he, he got player of the tournament in the 2014 World Cup, despite despite not winning it. Um, despite Argentina not winning it. I've gone Lionel Messi, actually. I've been impressed with Argentina. And I think he's that sort of player. He will dig Argentina out of a hole if, he, you know, if needs be. So I'm going to go with him. So... Yeah, I do actually agree with Reese. Um with this award though, it's very it will be a start it'll be a big name. It doesn't matter if a player has who is sort of less well known has played better. That's the problem with this trophy and with FIFA in general, to be perfectly honest. So I've actually gone with two because it depends on who gets further out of Argentina and Portugal. And that'll literally be it. It's Messi or Ronaldo. <laughs> and that that's all I can actually see unless some unless I think the only other two would be Neymar who I've mentioned and who Reese mentioned Mbappe they're the four I can see winning it and that's it however I think because it's not Mbappe's last one I rule him out for this because it's I, I don't believe it's fully dependent on how well they're playing but yeah I'm gonna go I'll go with Messi because that's who I wrote, first wrote down but I believe it's out of them two Messi or Ronaldo Okay, so I'm going to go a little bit more rogue on this one, um, and maybe something that pr probably wouldn't be rushing to to back on a on a bet. But I'm going to go Vinicius Junior. Um, now, obviously Brazilian, he has shown in, in the big European competitions he, he's got the ability. He can turn it on in big games. Obviously, Real Madrid winning the Champions League, beating four of the best teams in in the world on their way to do it. Um, you know, as, as the odds and, and, and form and, and as we're all suggesting, Brazil are, are pretty likely to go far in the tournament. So there is a high chance, in my opinion, Brazil could get to the final. Um, yes, Neymar would seem the obvious choice, but that's boring. Um, <laughs> don't want to go for him. I want to go for someone slightly on the, on the edge. 
Um, so yeah, Vinicius Junior, I think he's really going to turn it on in this World Cup and be a star, more a bigger star than he already is. So yeah, Vinny Junior. Can we just um, emphasize or, or reiterate here that in these two picks, Jordan, you've not picked a single Chelsea player. I'm very impressed with you. Thank you. Thank you. I was expecting. Oh, it'd be Mount, like Mount, the... Mendy or Mount or Rudiger. Ah, listen, listen. Sort of in it or El I've Pulis. not. Can I just say I've not? I don't think I've mentioned Chelsea once. No, it's a lot of this podcast, fan. and it took Jamie about 15 seconds to get in. Um, who was it? Nathan Ake, I think. Let's so, talk about uh, the team. I'm, I'm, I'm not the guy. Here. I'm not the biased one here. The less said about Chelsea and FPL, the better. <laughs> right, let's move on. So we're going to pick out a dark horse team now. So this is someone we think could maybe not win it, but go further than than a lot of people anticipate. Jamie, we'll start with you. Um, it was quite difficult because obviously I do think majority of the teams you expect will go the furthest. But I've actually gone with my sweepstake team in Netherlands. Just sort of thinking about their team and sort of like what you've said, Jordan, with how they're attacking. Then you've got the defensive players. I'll mention him again. Nathan Ake, Van Dijk. There we go. <laughs> it's they, They're too informed defenders well sort of well actually Van Dijk's probably not in most form but they're still two quality defenders and I think that will really help them and then the pie up tops who's been scoring goals for Netherlands for quite fun so I do think they could be the ones to go further than probably what most people would actually expect Reese. Uh, as mentioned earlier I think the US will be my dark horse but I do quite like the look of Serbia as well. I think I think if you want a team that's going to bully you and push you off the ball and, and really get stuck in, you know, it's a team like Serbia. So, But I'm going to say United States for me. All right, so we've all gone different again, which is good. Uh, I'm going to go with Uruguay. I think one of you didn't predict they'd get out of the groups. But for me, new manager, old school, solid defensive uh, ability, Plus those three attackers can cause anyone problems. Um, and I, I do think, you know, in the knockouts, round of 16, you know, if they come, uh, you know, against, uh, I'm trying to work out who they'd, they'd be against, but if, I don't know, it's hard to say, but I think they've got the ability at a push to maybe upset one of the big teams in a knockout game. So I'm not saying they're going to win it, but I think they could surprise a few people and make a statement somewhere along the line. I mean, they'd, if if they came second in their group, they'd have to play the winner of Group G, which could be Brazil. Yeah, that's, some, uh, that's not a nice thing to think of. But they could easily top that group, and of course, perhaps play another one. But that I think that's one of the reasons that put me off Uruguay a little bit there. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, all right, in that case, if you have to fit, pick <laughs> another one, I'll agree with my sweepstake as well. We'll say the <laughs> Netherlands. They are technically a big team, though, whereas Uruguay. And probably not considered a big team, but they've got the quality in in, in principle and and the form with with the pie front. I, th I think they could cause issues and actually get you know quarters semis maybe. Um, and finally, hypothetical drum roll. We will now pick our predicted winners of the World Cup, the one you've all been waiting for. Jamie, give us your big bold prediction for the winner and why. Um, this one was tough to be honest because it's always tough picking the 
you just don't know how teams are actually going to deal with, especially in this World Cup with the heat. Um, to be honest, I'm looking at South America, and I think it's slightly. If England aren't going to win it, I'd want to see Messi win it. So I've gone with Argentina, and let Messi become and the undisputed greatest of all time, in my opinion. That's all I can. That's all I can think of, really. Reese, different team or the same? I had three down originally. Um, well, you're gonna have to, we're gonna have to press you for one. All right, here. I'll press you. I had Germany, Argentina, Brazil down, and the reason why I'm going with this one is because I think we're gonna have a first winner of the World Cup from a nation that is not actually in Europe, and that will be Argentina. I've just been impressed by their form, and I think I think Brazil have the depth, and they'll probably win games comfortably. I think Argentina can go one nil up and shut up shop. And I think that's what they are probably better at than what Brazil might be. And as we've seen before, Brazil do have this thing of when they are a favourite, they do sometimes crumble. So I think Argentina will have the grit and the steel to get themselves through. Well, thankfully, we're not all agreeing. Um, <laughs> I'll be slightly controversial. As, as nice as a fairy tale it would be for Messi to win the World Cup, the simple ideal in reality is Messi is past his peak. The Argentina squad pales in comparison to Brazil, to Portugal, to England, to, to Germany, to France. Um, bookies have Argentina as second favourites. For me, that, that's a lot of that's a lot of people hoping on on good vibes and, and a, a nice story, which for me in football doesn't work out. Um, I am going to go. With a South American team, I'm going to go Brazil. I think, again, we, we touched on the weather. I do think it will be a little bit of a factor. The European teams, it, it you know, in those big games, that extra 5% due to weather and heat does make a big difference at that level. Um, and I think when you're making the, the Brazil v Argentina argument, this, the squads are just... I, I don't think Argentina Argentina squad is anywhere close to the level of Brazil. Brazil have strength and depth. They've got youth. They've got up-and-coming stars. They've got players in form. They've got experience, defensive solidarity, great goalkeepers. Um, so for me, bookies may be right. The favourites Brazil, I believe, will win. Um, and it will be a very exciting, dangerous squad that, that ultimately wins it. So there you go. Jamie and Reese say Argentina will be bringing it home and a messy fairy tale. I'm going with the favourites, Brazil. But as always, people, let us know your thoughts in the comments. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We want to hear from you. We always reply to your comments. Let us know who you think is going to win the World Cup. But that wraps us up. Like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Oh.